Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. I'm Rocky Super Lamera. David Starr. Support WrestleTalk. You are watching WrestleTalk. Congratulations, you got here. Now, subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk, and please subscribe now. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Because they talk about wrestling, and I like it. Support Wrestle Talk. Go subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Kevin Owens has made his triumphant, stunning. See what I did there? Stunning. His finisher is a Stone Cold Stunner Mm -hmm. at the moment. Return to NXT in the main event. What does that mean for Survivor Series? And just like, well, I guess now because the pre-show's on now, we're not oh, gonna yeah. we're not gonna live stream the first hour of the pre-show because you know us talking about Booker T talking about social media lounges <laughs> isn't that interesting. But we will do the you know we'll do this live stream review of last night's Takeover War Games, which was an excellent show, obviously. And then we'll be back to do the fir- the second hour of the pre-show, and then all of the Survivor Series. However Hell long yeah. that will be. Oh, Come God. on, four hours. <laughs> I long for the days of a four-hour pay-per-view. <laughs> this was a, a neat two and a half. This was great, yeah. Because mm. I buy. Yeah, I know, because I thought <laughs> they were going to do, when they announced their fifth match late on, which was Angel Garza and uh, Isaiah Swerve, Swerve Scott, yep. not Shane Strickland, um, I thought that was going to be the five matches for the card because it's always a five-match card on a takeover. But then they had that match on the pre-show and then it's had a four-match card on the main show. I was like, awesome! This is great! Well, that's, you, that's right because War Games matches aren't short that's by true. their very nature. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm Ollie Davis. This is Chopper Pequenel. Welcome to the NXT TakeOver War Games 2019 review. Please press the thumbs up button and give us a subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Get in your su- 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 super chats. We'll get to a few of them in this show, but if we don't get to yours, we'll answer them in the Survivor Series live stream. So just follow us on over there. But the ma- there, are, there are plenty of talking points for this show. Oh, yeah. I love it when a pay-per-view can not only have excellent in-ring wrestling, 
but also be newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Like when you can come out and say, well, this thing happened and this thing happened. You know, like it feels unmissable mm. from that point of view. Totally. And one of them was the fourth man for the men's main event war games match. Mm. We had Team Champa, which was made up of Tommaso Champa, obviously. A man I can only call Dominic Dijak. Yep. Dominic Dijakovic. Yep, that's the one. <clears throat> and that boy, Keith Lee. Bloody love Keith Lee. Star making. Well, as if he wasn't a star. As if he wasn't anyway. a star already, yeah. This was like his. This was yeah. his big takeover moment, because he's not mm, really had one before. Yeah. This was a good, good show for Keith Lee. I was overcome with just proud. <laughs> I was so proud of that boy. <laughs> Uh, and they were against Undisputed Era, who of course four people. Mm-hmm. And they played that through the entire match. We didn't have the fourth man in the shark cage thing that sits at the top of the ramp. Uh, and it gets to the bit where it's going to be the re- revealed. The countdown happens. Nothing. And the Undisputed Era, which which is really the story of their downfall in this mm-hmm. match. I, like, I don't feel the Undisputed Era were beaten because they're not amazing. Mm-hmm. They were beaten because they underestimated their opponents. Absolutely. 100%. And they got cocky. Yep. They got complacent. But then the, it counts down. No one, no one answers. <laughs> They've got no one. era. Win again. Uh, but then Kevin Owens' music hits. <laughs> and the roof just lifts <laughs> off Chicago. Oh, it was such an amazing moment. Because you get the, obviously, the pop itself is an amazing moment in and of itself. And then he comes out and he's wearing his old oh. NXT gear with like the duct tape KO design. It's got NXT logo on the back. I'm like, oh, nostalgia. I love you. Mm. Yeah, it was an amazing moment. And you can tell Owens is like, I love every second of this. He was soaking in every single second of this. Slow walk down to the ring. Very serious expression. Proper NXT KO is back. We were like, yes. Prize fighter KO. Prize fighter KO was back. Uh, he comes down to the ring and he just cleans house. Uh, first thing he does is a pop-up powerbomb. Like, oh! It's just, it's perfect. You yeah, cannot yeah. write it better than this. Pop-up powerbomb, cleans house, hits a stunner on Adam Cole. Uh, later on in the match, he gets a frog splash through a table. It was, oh, it was, it was a perfect Kevin Owens return. However... What does that mean for Survivor Series, though? Yes, yeah, so that's an interesting one, because yeah. Kevin Owens is on Team Raw. Mm. And NXT do not have their men's lineup announced yet. And I get why they did it. And I, I th- like the Triple H did the media call last night over ta- after TakeOver, and he said, Shawn Michaels is going to announce the five, five men for NXT on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. So it could be happening right now. Right now, me. maybe. Very soon. It's imminent. And he said, I don't know if Kevin Owens is going to be on that team. I don't know if he's with Team Raw. I think he's just fanning the flames of speculation. Yeah, I think so. I fully expect KO to be on Team Raw mm-hmm. and this to never really be addressed. Mm-hmm. Bar like a little line on commentary. Well, Kevin Owens showed up on NXT last night to do this thing. But like, n- then no one talks about it. Yeah, I, I think it depends who's <laughs> on Team NXT. Because if you've got a lot of the War Games participants on Team NXT... I think it'll be super weird for KO to just start wrestling against them and for it to never be mentioned. So I think, at the very least, there'll be, like, a stare down. Mm. And then maybe, like, they'll shake hands and then they, like, wrestle or something like that. Yeah. At least a reference to the fact that Owens was there rather than just, like, oh, yeah, we hate each other now. I do not underestimate uh, <laughs> the, 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 the main roster mm-hmm. continuity is different from the Triple H verse. Yeah. 
Triple totally. H first being NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live. Although 205 Live has kind of gone into the netherverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. But for, for this moment, it was really quite spectacular. Seeing Owens out there in front of the rabid Chicago crowd. Mm-hmm. And I loved how he seemed to contribute so much, but didn't take away anything from anyone else in the ring. Like, but we're only talking about Kevin Owens as the, the headline here because of that return moment. When you look at it as an overall match, I mean, Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, the, the, Roderick Strong, I thought, had an excellent showing. They all... They, Dijak. They, they, yeah, right. Dijak. They, yeah. they all had bigger... I felt like they were bigger presences. It, w- it would get to points where, you know, I'll get sucked into the match again, and then KO would frog splash out of the top of the camera. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot Kevin, Kevin Owens is in it. it. <laughs> so it was it was a really well done return mm-hmm. to not overshadow the people who are there every week. But, you know, Triple H also said maybe maybe he will be there every week from now on. I don't know. Imagine that. He also said that the brand split will be a lot more clearly defined after Survivor Series. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's almost like nobody knows what's going on, <laughs> even the guy in charge. Yeah, I'm totally. sure they've got a plan. Imagine if Kevin Owens does return full-time to NXT, and we've got Finn Balor and Kevin Owens back in NXT in 2019. God, that would be it. That would, if they get into a feud... My heart, be still. Well, the I, I really liked Owens's interaction with Cole mm-hmm. because they have a storied history through Ring of Honor, through PWG. And when they looked at each other, I mean, there was a... When Owens had the Universal Championship, I think it was that, mm-hmm. he tweeted a picture of him and Adam Cole in a hotel room on separate beds. Yeah, and that's they're right. both holding... He had the... Cole had the Ring of Honor Championship, I believe. Owens had the Universal mm-hmm. And they're very, very good friends. Yeah. And they have a history outside of NXT and WWE. So when they went at each other, it just felt so charged, even though that's not part of this universe. Mm. I I loved it. I couldn't couldn't change anything about Owens' nice. return. It is a perfect fan service <laughs> moment. Uh, because, as we said, it doesn't really lack the substance and it. it doesn't really make sense when you think about it more in terms of Survivor Series in the bigger picture. But as a moment... By itself, it is the perfect return that you could pick. It was a perfect person mm. to return, and it was the perfect moment. It was a perfect crowd. It was... You literally could not write it better than what happened. And as you said, didn't overshadow the rest of the match. It was absolutely flawless. Yeah. It was so, so, so good. If CM Punk came back in that spot... <laughs> it wouldn't be as good as this. No, exactly. Because he would have overshadowed everything. Absolutely. And it, it would just be a completely different thing. Wouldn't make any sense. He has no real history with NXT. Yeah. I think he was on it once, and he tagged with Seth Rollins, I think. Like, that's it. But, so, yeah, it wouldn't have worked. But this was a great piece of fan service. It and perfect. Y- you were watching me watch it. <laughs> I only <laughs> just finished the, the episode. I've been trying to sync up my night sleeping patterns. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's 10 o'clock here in the UK. Uh... And the, it, it was a battle between Owens trying to give a package pile driver to Cole <sighs> in the middle part of the two rings. Mm-hmm. So that, that metal bit in the middle. Yeah. And it just kept on doing it. It was, it was so tense. And then he got out of it and Cole hit his Panama Sunrise. And Owens goes straight like a lawn dart into the ground. 
oh, that was my Owen spot that, of, of the match. Absolutely. Because they the way they were teasing it as well, because he went <laughs> up for the package pile drive and like properly lifted him up going for it. Yeah. And then he counted and then he lifted him up again and then he counted. And then he got over and hit his and he hit a super kick. And then he went for the Panama Sunrise and went up, nope. And then up again, nope. And then he went over and hit it. And I was like, oh my God, the way they just built it and built it and built it. And they go, and here's your spot. Oh, it was, again, perfectly delivered. It was awesome. Uh, shall we talk about the non-Kevin Owens stuff in that match? Yes. And the spot heard around the world. Oh, God. Okay, so this was a spot-filled match as it is. But the final moment <laughs> was from that same corner again. Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa are up on top of the cage, jawing out. They're both sitting on the top, just wailing away at each other. Why does Cole keep going up? There? I don't know. He's got a bad history with that corner. Uh, and on the other, the other ring, on the other side, you've got all the rest of the people. Kevin Owens hits a frog splash through a table. Uh, Dijak does a choke slam to Roddy Strong through another table. Uh, Keith Lee does a massive spirit bomb through a table. Everyone's down, so it's just those two left. They're just wailing away on the top of the cage, and then they stand up, and Champa grabs Cole. Massive air raid crash off the top of the cage through two tables. Oh, it was hard to watch. Like... In a in a really good way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I I at first I think when you first watch that you're like oh my god how what insane yeah, yeah. how did they do that safely mm-hmm. Adam Cole's dead and that was like one of the headlines coming out of NXT I didn't know who won this match but I knew Adam Cole died <laughs> you know but before I watched it um but then you watch it in slow mo and Champa. Because like Cole's just got to trust him. Mm-hmm. They're on the top of that totally. cage. It's so high. I know people make fun of me for saying this. They are so brave. <laughs> Such brave boys. That is so brave to be Adam Cole to put so much trust in your fellow wrestler and just mm-hmm. go, "You've got me here." Yeah. And Champa perfectly falls down. You know, Cole takes it all on the top of his back, which is the safest part, I imagine, to take that bump. Hundred percent. Um, and you know, it's not on his neck. He lands. Perfectly flat. There's no like awkward on one shoulder or rolling at the top of the neck. It was done to like so protected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a dangerous spot. Totally. And it's going to hurt regardless because you're falling from such a height. But it was always in complete control. Mm-hmm. And that is so remarkable. And when they kept it, because they do, you know, like five replays all in slow motion. I was by the fifth replay, I'd gotten away from what an amazing spot. That was really exciting to. What a, a, a remarkable show of trust that wrestlers must have in each other. Mm-hmm. And that is just, just genuinely blew me away. Yeah, it, it was an incredible sort and made better by the fact that it was so safe. So you could revel in the excitement and go, that mm. was amazing. Instead yeah. of being like, oh, I hope he's okay kind of thing. You just were really excited for the spot. And that's exactly what should happen. It was, and it was a really great way to end the match because... As soon as he hit it, Eric crashed through the two tables. Champa's lying on top of him. Just they're both just out of it. The ref just counts one, two, three. Yeah. Team Champa wins. Well, oh, that, that's a great way to end the match. And I don't know if this was intentional or not. It's a nice little callback, I guess, to um, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in their two out of three falls match. That ends with Cole and Gargano falling off a cage through a table, and Cole's lying on top of Gargano, and he gets the win. So this is like Champa getting revenge on mm. Cole, if that makes sense, in, in a kind of comeuppance. Uh, oh, I can't remember the word I'm looking. There's like a phrase where you use the same thing to get comeuppance on yeah. someone else. I can't think what Tip it is. Tip for tat. Sure. Something like it's that. Not, it's a it's a much more 
sophisticated <laughs> word, but yes, we'll go with that. But you're definitely right that, that they put so much thought into the individual spots and physicality and storytelling. There's no way that's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. And those like, I love how that that main event here of Gargano, Champa, Cole, they they must. I would be interested to see if Gargano had any input into the spots mm. in their match. And you've got, you've got to think this is building to Gargano and Champa. Sorry, mm. Champa and uh, Cole mm-hmm. for the, the next takeover. Absolutely. Which is when, by the way, because you would think it's at the Rumble, but then it's not because they announced a takeover in February. It's February on a Sunday night. Yeah. Not a Saturday. Very strange. So, are they not doing one for Rumble weekend then? Yeah. Because I think someone mentioned that they're doing a Worlds Collide that weekend. So then that might be the show that's not the takeover. Then they just have their normal takeover that they'd have at the Rumble weekend. They've got it in February instead, a couple weeks later. Mm. Um, So I don't don't know. I don't know. That is a long, long build for a title match from now. I mean, they've already been building the title match anyways. But to have it from now, the 23rd of November through to February, whenever it is for the takeover, that's a long time to wait for a title match. So I don't know whether they're actually going to do it on an episode of NXT yeah, sometime. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. Just like we get... But, the, you know, the, just like we get ones for Dynamite, if you're looking at it mm-hmm. from uh, a counter-programming sort of way, I feel like AEW will give away B let B pay-per-view matches mm-hmm. on that on weekly TV, whereas yeah. Cole and uh, Cole and Champa seems like a total A that WrestleMania is the take, story. That's a Brooklyn uh, yeah. main event. Totally. Um, but it was just, it was a great match in terms of spots. There wasn't much story to it beyond like the Kevin Owens return. Mm-hmm. And that even that like really had no story or substance. It was just very exciting. But it was all put together tremendously. I think like that's what they wanted to do. They went in and like, we're going to have a really crazy spot filled match. And for that, it was a five out of five execution yeah the the other thing i wanted to talk about was and we've alluded to it already lee's entrance so keith lee is the third person for his Mm -hmm. team to go in um it's that there's three people there's dijak dijak and champa and champa and it was everyone but cole was in yeah and like the whole crowd was waiting for lee's entrance yeah and then he comes in and he runs down and he gets in, and the crowd just go crazy. But they were louder for Owens, sure. Mm-hmm. But this was like a different kind of pop. Yeah, it was just a, oh my god! I'm so <laughs> excited to see this yeah. person wrestle. Yeah, it was amazing because they built up. They had such a good beatdown from Undisputed Era beforehand that the crowd was getting so amped, waiting for Keith Lee to come in. Mm. They started chanting "Bask in His Glory" before he'd even like made his entrance because they knew he was going to be next. And then, yeah, when he comes down, he just cleans house. And every single spot he does, the crowd gets louder and louder and louder for everything he does. He does, like, a double leapfrog over two people and then does, like, a double crossbody. And the crowd are going insane. They're getting out of their seats. And Lee just stands up and looks around. And I'm like, you are a superstar. Yeah. Like, that that moment is, like, that's Keith Lee's big takeover coming out moment. Mm. And I think from here, they would be insane to not have him in main event programs going forward yeah they because he i believe it was last august where he joined nxt and it was announced he was at the performance center and then they didn't really know what to do with him for Mm -hmm. about a year and a bit yeah but then he got the the dominic dijakovic feud which is you know a riff off the pwg matches that they had together and then they've both come up together which is 
an amazing feat of booking on NXT's totally. part to the extent where they now feel main event level, like they've worked them up that way. But Lee's, the, the, the reaction, the charisma, just how he can stand there and when bask in his glory is not just a catchphrase. Right. That is what happens. And I've seen him do that on indie shows countless times. That the, the man just, he's got something about him. The way he moves, there's no wasted movement with him. Mm-hmm. So I think NXT would be foolish to not see that reaction. To, to see that reaction, rather, and then not start to put him in title programs mm-hmm. and in that main event mix. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Even if it's for the North American title and he holds that for a while, mm. totally okay with that. If, as long as he is a highly featured talent on NXT going forwards, I think he should be. I, I think he's got a very bright future in NXT coming. Proposal. Mm. Dijakovic and Lee against Undisputed Era for the tag titles. Totally okay with that. Could do that as well. Yep. Or I'd be so down for that, especially mm. with all the things that we saw in this match and their interactions with those two specifically. It because it was yeah. Dijak um, uh, had Ky- Kyler Riley was uh, countered Dijak's chokeslam attempt into a triangle. <coughs> Kevin Owens at um, frog splashing through a table, and then uh, Keith Lee did a big spirit bomb to I believe it was Bobby Fish through the yeah. table. So that kind of interaction between those four specifically has already been done. So the groundwork's already there. If they want to do a tag title feud, it will make total sense. Yeah, so yeah, I'd be so down for it. I I really really hope he's on Team NXT at Survivor Series Me and too. he gets his chance to shine. I mean, and, maybe it's been and enough. he's been pushed really hard on the mm-hmm. um, Survivor Series invasion angles as well. It's always like, oh, we're going to have mm. this big brawl, and then Keith Lee, you're going to do a big move onto them. Yeah, and he. It's perfect. It's so good. Because th- now the main roster knows who he is as well. Yeah. It's great. But, which which gives me a bit of anxiety. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> comes out with a Funkasaurus Cause, gimmick. Cause if Vince McMahon sees him, he's like, main roster. Yeah. No! He's got so much potential on NXT first. I, I, I would... Yeah, but if... Of all the people that Vince can book right, that monsters and big guys yep. usually works... Well, actually, that's not really... But I, I'm just... Oh, man, I've said it so many times. Mm-hmm. How can they screw this guy up on the main roster? All they will. They find a way, mm-hmm. like life in Jurassic Park. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It opens with a really good video package. Well, we do have a pre-show first. Oh, yes. Sorry, you, you, you go through that because I haven't um, seen the pre-show. So on the pre-show, uh, Mia Yim, who's supposed to be on the women's war games match, she's found attacked backstage. Shock horror, which honestly isn't all that surprising after the <laughs> brutal ladder match that she was in. I don't know whether this was always the plan or not, but the fact that you know she got her nose kind of busted uh, in that ladder match and then took that terrific bump afterwards where she fell onto the ladder on the outside it was insane um so then she gets attacked backstage and then in a segment later on as well um after the match that we're going to talk about shortly uh, there's a little segment where she gets taken to a local medical facility not a hospital and dakota kai is there with the rest of the women's team and ray ripley's like do you want to be on the team now and dakota kai's like well, I guess so. I mean, I'm not ready. I've not got my gear or anything, but I guess I'll be on the team. Um, so then it gets announced that Dakota Kai has officially replaced Mia Yim on the Women's War Games match. So that happens on the pre-show. And there's also a match, which is the last match that they announced really late, which was Asaya Swerve Scott versus Angel Garza. Um, how much charisma can you have in one ring? Uh, is, <laughs> is how I describe this match. Yeah. Oh, this was this was really fun. I will say it was a bit sloppy at times. There's a couple of botches here and there, which was like, and they like tried to recover and it made it look a little bit awkward. But aside from that, so, so fun. Uh, they were trying to be really innovative with the stuff. So there's some insane spots that I'd never even seen before. Um, there was one which was admittedly a little bit botched, but uh, Swerve goes, he goes over the top rope. Um, lands with his hands on the apron, does a handspring over, and then he catches him into a hurricane runner in the outside. I was like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, what, what is this? Um, it was like a springboard power bomb. I'm like, how do you even do that? Like, what? What's the physics? How does that work? <laughs> um, but then there was uh, it. There was like a Death Valley driver on the apron, which is just ugh, horrible Standard to watch. Yeah, um, he, he does a, uh, a after the Death Valley driver on the apron rolls onto the floor, and then well, I'm on the apron now. Double stomp on the floor. Mm. It's like, oh god, it was. Amazing stuff to watch. Swerve hits his really awesome kick thing in the head, um, but Garza manages to kick out of it. Um, and then the, the end comes when there's a ref spot in the corner. Garza and um, uh, Garza and Swerve are kind of brawling into the corner. The referee kind of gets caught up behind him. Garza goes for a low blow. Swerve catches it, and then he goes for a kick, which Garza catches, counters that, hits his, uh, his uh, what they call it, the wing clipper, when he gets him like a double underhook and... Pops him down like that, and then he gets the pin. Angel Garza wins. It was a really fun match. Again, a little bit sloppy in places, but super duper fun, and they're both incredibly charismatic. It's they're they're amazing to watch together. So. Garza was my pick 
in that really? match. Really? See, yeah, I, had, so, I, had, I had Swerve. So just to, just to get everyone up to date before oh, we go into Survivor Series. Wrestle League, yeah. Where is... Oh, where, where was the... Oh, this is fantastic audio. Uh, he did it on Discord. Was it on Discord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can go get him right you now. You get it. Yeah. You get it up while I walk through um, the opening, which was... Oh, have you got it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So, we've now got, after TakeOver War Games, uh, Laurie is in first on 52 points. Right behind him is Luke on 51. Oh, also, Luke Ra- could win. Randy Andy Datsun, 51, also, tied with Luke. Then He's the current champion. He is. Uh, and then we've got a three-point difference to you on 48, and then a two-point difference to me on 46. So whoever's bottom has to do the music video punishment thing, and I don't want to. Mm, um, no it, one ever wants to. And it's very possible that it could swing at Survivor Series, because we have a lot of predictions that are different on the show between I, me and you. Yeah, I, I've... I'm not similar to anyone else's predictions. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm a very out of step, which could be in my favor. Remember last totally. year, I predicted a, a clean sweep for Raw. And it happened. And it happened. Totally happened. And I've this year I've predicted no NXT victories. It's <laughs> bold. If, if, if I could have predicted a no NXT victory, even in the NXT title match, I would have. <laughs> but I couldn't. It was only NXT participants. Amazing. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't think you can get involved now with the Survivor Series I think it's probably too it's late closed, now. But, yeah. Well, we'll keep you updated in the live stream later. Season four starting off with Survivor Series tonight mm. as well. Very excited. Uh, so the show began with a really good, the main card that is, mm. a really good video package, you know, because it's WWE. They do video packages better than anyone. With Shawn Michaels doing the VO. Mm-hmm. And he says that they've showed the world that NXT is united with Survivor Series teams. But at home, that inevitably means war. And it's a cool it's a cool voiceover with cool visuals. And Shawn Michaels' voice is gravelly and it has gravitas and experience. I'm like, yeah, wait, wait a second. <laughs> what, what do you mean inevitably? <laughs> How could this... How could having a united front mean that war between the members is inescapable? It's like us saying, like, we're really good friends when we do the stream, but that inevitably means when we're in the office, we just hate each other. Yeah. Like, no, you just like each other all the time. So it, the Survivor Series thing is is a, a looming awkward presence yeah. over this entire show. Totally. Uh, but it's, it was so good that you don't really notice that much. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Sh- the Chicago crowd are fantastic from the start. Of course. Which is helped by... And we wax lyrical about the men's main event. Mm. Wasn't the best match on the show. Nope. The best match on the show was the women's War Games match. Holy moly. Oh, what a bloody match this was. Incredible. So much incredible storytelling. <clears throat> mainly through physicality and just having really good psychology in the ring. Yeah. And then you had... Like amazing moments on top of that, such as a certain heel turn that I'm sure we'll talk about shortly. It was just a perfect combination of really high spots, really good storytelling, and it all culminating on a story that's been built really well beforehand. It was just almost perfect, I'd call this match. Yeah. It was really, really good. And I, w- I was listening to the, um, the highlights um, thing that Laurie and Luke did uh, from yesterday on my way into the office today. And uh, they were saying that um, it, it's incredible, really, that you had, at one point, it was a four-on-two. 
it did not feel like the team of four were bad or like, mm. oh, how how would you lose that, you stupid team of four? It was like, no, Rhea Ripley got lucky that she managed to just get Baszler by herself. Yeah. And that's like the culminating moment was luck rather than her being so amazingly skillful or whatever. But she also looked really good coming out of it too. It, I don't know how they do it, but they make everyone look good. While still having a story where you still have underdogs and people overcoming the odds without them looking stupid, it's it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And it's a really smart use that finish of the two rings side by side mm-hmm. that you can cut off everyone from another one. But it's it's not really a cut off, but it feels like a physical wall. It just everyone looked better yeah. coming out of it. Hundred percent. Like I, you just run through them. So Rhea Ripley. She was just, you know, she's been on the upswing anyway. But off of this, I'm like, she's the most threatening woman on the NXT roster. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel scared of her. Yeah, yeah. And she's a baby face. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's tougher than Shayna Baszler right now. Yeah. Just in a kayfabe world, of course. Mm -hmm. Which is incredible, considering how Shayna's been portrayed. Exactly. Uh, Candice LeRae, just... She's awesome. Always awesome. Always. Tegan Knox, I guess you could argue, didn't look better coming out of it. But I want to see her get revenge on Dakota Kai. Her selling of that. I mean, we should probably talk about the moment in full just to, mm. so people understand what's happening. So it happened where it was uh, Candice Race started with Io Shirai, which is great because those two already have a, a history together, which is awesome. Rhea Ripley came out next for the good team. Um, and uh, she added some nice stuff to the match, got a load of dustbins and stuff, which was cool. Which is interesting in and of itself, because the baby faces, that's that's backward psychology for a War Games match, mm-hmm. to give the baby faces the person advantage. Mm. But that was subverted very cleverly. Exactly, yes. To continue. So then the third person for the good team was Dakota Kai, who's the newbie on the team. And as she comes out, she's like, yeah, let's go. And they open up the door and she walks out, and then she just goes, hmm. <coughs> Nah. And then she turns around and just boots Tegan Knox in the cage. And she does a brutal beatdown of her. She's throwing her into the cage walls. She grabs her injured knee that they've been hyping up for ages. Like the one, the ACL that she like exploded. Just grabbed that knee and slamming the door on it. She took the knee brace off. And then William Regal came out and she attacked him. That was the moment that really took it up a notch. Yeah, Yeah. And the crowd were like, whoa! She just hit Regal! (laughs) Whoa! Yeah, it was... It was so, so good. She looked yeah. vicious. It was really, really cool. And aside that, you know, I, have, I haven't seen a Dakota Kai before. And it, it looked amazing. And it took Tegan Knox out of the match and Dakota Kai out of the match. And suddenly it's a four on two. I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Yeah. It's such good storytelling. I, and I, like, I was just like, oh, that's a smart way to protect Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae in defeat. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. But then, you know, Kaylee Ray's down there, Bianca Belair. Uh, Shayna Baszler, that's the rest of the evil team. Mm-hmm. And as you already said, like, somehow they told a story where the two overcame the four, but the four did not look bad. The two looked incredible. Yep. Just It was just perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's not just the, the spots and the stories and getting everyone over. There are so many different variations of matchups I now want to see off the back of this. Mm. You had eight women in this match. That's... That's a division right there. Mm-hmm. And I, off, after this match, I thought NXT have got the best women's division in the world right now. 100%. In terms of maybe not like overall talent, but how they're being used. Mm-hmm. So that is the most effective use of women wrestlers 
anywhere in the Western world at the moment. And the thing is as well, there's eight women in this match and none of them felt like they shouldn't have been mm. there. And they had a ninth that was injured and taken out of the match beforehand. Yes. That is with me, nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. nine right. top tier women who do not feel out of place being in a main event caliber war games match. That is awesome. And I think it's really that they benefited the most, that division, from NXT going weekly. 100%. Because the last year has been the Shayna Baszler show. And it's put me off the women's division a bit in NXT because that was usually such a shining star. And, you know, that never felt that way with Asuka because you always had Ember Moon creeping up. But Shayna, I felt, has kind of Kirifuda clutched everyone out, out of it. Yeah. Which it's great building of Shayna. But now with the weekly TV, everyone else can get a chance to shine. And it's built this very fleshed out three dimensional women's division. What well, like there's everyone was amazing. I can't get over Kaylee Ray. Mm hmm. The, the, like she was so scrappy she'd always jump in there and when she ran off the side and I think it was Rhea Ripley who just lobbed a trash can at yeah. her and took her out midair so good that was like low key my favourite spot of the night it, I because I, I didn't really it's not that I didn't notice it when I first watched it because I, I re-watched the show uh, today You've as well I've watched it twice I've watched it watched twice. this show twice uh, so when I was re-watching it I kind of, I must have overlooked that spot or something because as she dived in, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then she hit her with the bin. I was like, oh my God, what a great <laughs> spot. So I must have like just not not seen yeah. it the first time. It was great, yeah. Uh, and that led into the finish when it was, everyone was on uh, one half of the ring apart from Ripley and mm. Baszler. And Kaylee Ray goes for a dive. Ripley nails her with the dustbin. She is out. Uh Io Shirai's already done a moonsault from the top of the cage. That was amazing. I mean, what else can we say about that? On That that was on, like, everyone. Um, and then uh, Shayna had attempted to handcuff Ripley earlier in the match. And because of the distraction from Kaylee Ray, uh, Baszler manages to get in the Kirifuda clutch. And everyone's like, oh, God, end of the match. And she's got it in for a I, while. I, like, yeah, I thought that was the end. Yeah, she had it in, locking it in. Rhea's fading, looks like the end of the match. And Rhea, really cool, she grabs Shayna's hand and then handcuffs herself to Baszler and then manages to get, worm her way out. And now it's like, yeah, you're locked in here with me now. And Shayna's selling of that was on point. It was amazing, yeah. Because she, it was almost like, she was like, oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> but but she, she, she managed to get across being scared and confused and... It, w it was so cathartic to see this bully character who's been running roughshod over the whole women's division for so long yeah. to finally be in there with Rhea Ripley, who's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. She scares me. It's mm -hmm. like she's walked out of Mad Max and she's going <laughs> to come over and steal my lunch money. And for some reason, that makes me very excited. <laughs> and and she's, you know, like Rhea's finally standing over her. Yeah. And she's down just, just from a, a blocking perspective, mm -hmm. as you would call that in theatre. It was very, very good. Yeah, it was great. And then that led into uh, Baszler going for like a clothesline with a free hand. That leads into uh, Rhea hitting the Riptide onto two set-up chairs, through the chairs, and then she lobs the chair out the way, gets the pinfall victory. And I was like, wow. that was awesome. See, yeah. I, I think I had Team Baszler to win, so I was a little bit disappointed. I was like, gosh darn. But I didn't feel mm. that until like 10 minutes after it when we were well into the next match. So I was like... Oh, yeah, I had Team Baszler to win. <laughs> but I was just so caught up in that match because it was such a great finish. And like we said before, no one looked bad coming out of it. The baby faces looked amazing. but And then you had the amazing heel turn from Dakota Kai. Tegan Knox has an amazing story going forward now as well. And then you've got Rhea Ripley probably challenging Shayna Baszler for the title at some mm. point soon. 
Yeah. And, and you'd Very imagine Shane is probably going to drop it now, you'd think, to Rhea Ripley. And that is awesome. That is such a good story to tell. They've built this division so well. It was such a great moment for everyone mm. involved in the match. It was awesome. Yeah, I think that the smart move now is to just strap the rocket to Rhea. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shayna's more than had her time. Totally. And she seems to be moving up, well, not upwards, down to the main roster anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. because of the feud with Becky Lynch and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just what, what a testament to NXT for sort of making Rhea Ripley and Keith Lee having these crowning over moments. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's hugely exciting to see mm-hmm. new talent come up and get over to such an extent. Yeah. Um, the, now, the, the other two matches on the show in the middle between the two War Games matches, because uh, the, the men's closed the show, the women's opened, weren't, they, they were still so good. Mm. They, they were still, you know, these are still four out of five matches. Totally. But, but they just weren't. They're not take. They weren't takeover quality matches. They're more NXT. Like, oh wow, you should watch this TV match. It was great. It was more of that quality as opposed mm-hmm. to whoa, yeah, takeover. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'd say the uh, the triple threat match, which was the next one, which was Damian Priest, Pete Dunne, and mm. Killian Dane, with the winner facing Adam Cole at Survivor Series tonight. Um, I'd say that match was uh, it was really really good, and but I feel like people aren't as into those people as they are as, you know, some of the top, top people like the Keith Lees and the Champers and the Adam Coles. So while it was a really, really great match, people just didn't quite connect to it the same way. And some of the spots, people were like, that's cool, but it's not amazing. So yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right with that. It, it, definitely, these were really, really, really good four out of five matches. And I think if they were on TV, it would be like, incredible. Mm. Definitely go and watch it. Um, but they were. Very, very fun. <laughs> it, 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 it felt like th- there were so many innovative spots in the three way. Yeah. Uh, because it, you know, three ways can often fall victim to one person sits outside the ring, two people just have a singles match, mm-hmm. trade, you know, sw- dozy do, yep. switch your partner. But this one, it was like all three men always wrestling with each other. Yeah. It kind of felt like how a three way would be mm-hmm. in, if, if it was to be executed in real life. Yeah. But the. It was, yeah, there was just something, it, it felt almost lacking of emotion. Yes. It was just the three guys going through quite fast as well. Maybe that's a part of it. It was just breakneck speed, which is, you know, usually I love, but I think that might have come at the expense of some some double, some triple downs or mm-hmm. some a bit more paced storytelling throughout. Yeah. I just think... What I think it missed is a Velveteen Dream. Okay. Because you drop Velveteen Dream in this, and then it's a different kind of match, mm-hmm. and you've you've got that sort of character story element that people yeah, can yeah, suck yeah. into. Plus, it's weird not having Dream on a takeover. I know. It's weird oh, not having Gargano. Oh, Gargano. I saw a tweet from him. It's the first takeover he's missed since 2016. Yeah, Ronaldo oh, said that. He said it was insane. the first in three years. Yeah, first takeover in three years. Nuts. What a run. It's about time he had a break, though. I know, yeah. Uh, but the, the loads of great spots in this. It's still really worth a, a watch. Oh, Went totally. 15 minutes. Yeah. And Dunn won. Uh, yep. so it's sort of a fluky win. Dane did a, a back body drop on Dunn onto Priest. 
and then Dunn just pinned Priest to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was after, I think, uh, yeah, uh, Dunn did hit the bitter end on Priest beforehand. Yes. And oh, then yes, Zayn got back out. involved, and then he hit the senton, and then he got the pin. So mm. it, was, it wasn't like Priest looked rubbish for getting pinned off that. It still made sense. Um, but it was a, a smart win for, for Dunn. Looked really good. And now we're going to get Pete Dunn versus Adam Cole on Survivor Series tonight. Yes, bloody please. <laughs> if Cole's okay. If Cole's okay, <laughs> yeah. I feel like in, in six months... For whatever reason, Priest hasn't... It's not because Priest isn't good enough, mm-hmm. because he's excellent. He's great. The Punishment Martinez run in Ring of Honor was he's so good. He's like... He's he's what Baron Corb... In fact, his entrance, his look, everything is Baron Corbin version one. And that is not a slight. No. I love the lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think in six months' time, when he's established himself more, he's going to be really, really over. Yeah. Yeah, I well. think so. Yeah. Um, and then the other match was Matt Riddle versus Finn Balor. Oh, isn't Finn Balor just the coolest person on the planet? And all it took God. was don't smile. Yeah. It's like, I, I, so interestingly, yeah, he's freaking cool. Yeah. And and this, I, I unfortunately, I feel like this this was Balor versus Gargano. Mm. That's that's the criticism. Yeah. That it wasn't the, that Gargano got injured and couldn't do the match. But yeah. The the riddle was no slouch. It was a really great back and forth match. Mm. Balor's selling. Not that he was ever bad at it, but there's something about being a heel and selling like he was he was selling his leg a lot, which is a, a, a sort of backwards dynamic as well, because why is the heel selling an injury? Mm-hmm. But it worked. Balor's selling was incredible here. Yeah. I feel like he has like an extra layer to it so that when he was a babyface selling, it's just like, oh, my leg hurts. But this one, it was like, my leg hurts and I'm really goddamn angry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. And yes. I will come and fight you back yeah. now. So it was like, it was more like a frustrated, mm. angry selling rather than just like, oh, I got an ouchie. That's a really good description of it. Yeah. yeah I think that's it. But they, they the, the, yeah, Balor's just being cool. A lot, it was a lot of back and forth stuff. So someone would hit. Big move, big move, big move. Counter. Big move, big move, big move from yeah. the other person. Yeah. Uh, there was a bro to sleep from Riddle. Mm-hmm. Kind of got a mixed reaction from the Chicago know, crowd. Yeah. People were like, uh, do we want to chant this? Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg, uh, Riddle is definitely the ditto of mm-hmm. uh, if he was Pokemon. Yes. Because he also did Jackhammer. Spear and a Jackhammer. Yeah. It was great. Love uh, it. That, that's just that part of his arsenal yeah. now. He's done mm. a few of them on NXT as well. It's just He just does a Jackhammer I now. It's great. That. Uh, I, I don't know if they actually did those chants. I think they did when they start doing the, they start chanting Riddle, but in the style of Goldberg, they just go, Riddle, yeah. Riddle, <laughs> Riddle. It's great. Um, and then Bala hits a brutal 1916 DDT. Just like Matt Riddle went down perfectly straight Bonk. And, and got the win. I like that he, I like that that's his finisher. Mm-hmm. Now. It's great. Uh, it's a great way to freshen up the character or, or at least like, you know, reset him. Mm-hmm. And Ronello had some great calls here. He just like, as soon as the three count happened, the prince is back. Yep. So, and uh, Balor is back on Broadway, which references yeah, that yeah. really good WWE backstage promo that Finn did, comparing the main roster to Hollywood mm-hmm. with all the special effects and the CGI. But NXT is Broadway, where there's no, you're just there. It's you naked in front of the crowd. Yeah. And there's nowhere to hide. I th- it's, Ronello's amazing. Ronello was amazing all night. Mm-hmm. I hope he's okay. He's deleted Twitter. Yeah. Seen that? Yeah. I did uh, see that. But the, yeah, r- 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 a really good match that makes me excited for Bala Gargano mm-hmm. and, yeah, and Bala going exactly. forward. Yeah. Uh, and the only other thing I have to say about this pay per view was I want all those masters of the WWE Universe figures. 
They look awesome. <laughs> They're going to be on the set soon, are they? Yeah, I'm going to try. Can you sponsor us, guys? <laughs> Please. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was um, just... A, a, takeovers are always great. They're amazing, yeah. Laurie and Luke gave it four out of five, mm -hmm. which and I can see why, because mm -hmm. the, the middle two matches weren't up to the usual very, very, very high takeover standards. And because of that, I would tend to agree with them. I'd say it's mm -hmm. a very, very high four out of five. Yeah. Because it just... It lacked another killer match outside the two war games yes. mains. If you compare it to something like a TakeOver New Orleans, which from start to finish <clears throat> has incredible matches, mm. five matches, and they all hit every note that they need to hit through every single match. It's, a, it's like a pretty much a flawless card. Uh, this one had two really amazing matches and two really good matches. So... Still an absolutely amazing show, and I'm not trying to take anything away no. from TakeOver. It's just not as good as other TakeOvers, which is still really good. Yeah, or AEW. Like, it's yeah. not as good as AEW. No, exactly. <laughs> you can... I'm, I'm kidding! Tony Khan, just give, give us more money, <laughs> will you? Uh, and, well, Tony Khan, just buy us some of those action figures. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's what we need. That's the way to buy me off. Buy us WWE merch. So we will be back incredibly quickly because the Battle Royal is about to start. It's a tag team Battle Royal? Priest, Riddle, Lee, Champa, and Walter are team NXT. Right. Interesting. That's from uh, Les, uh, moderator. Yeah. Damien Priest... Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle Keith Lee, cool. Tommaso Ciampa, and Walter. That's a hell of a team. That is a team and a half. Um, I'm, I don't know how I feel about Walter being in it, honestly, just because I don't want him to be eliminated. Yeah. Well, so unless he wins. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll how it goes see. down. But, but, tentatively hey excited. Yes. We've been here before, though, folks. Yes. Let's all get through Survivor Series together. Yay! A lot. Right. Of, I, I did the uh, the poll on mm -hmm. Friday. Who do you think is going to win overall, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or AEW? <laughs> uh, as a joke, and forty six percent of people said NXT. I, th I feel like that's a dangerous expectation to go in with. Yeah. I'm just assuming NXT are going to lose everything, yeah. so I'll be happy if they pick up one win. So yes. let's let's not go into this thinking NXT might win everything, because then, then when they don't, we'll all be upset and we'll go, wasn't that rubbish, when it might have actually been a good show. Yes. So let's try this anyway. out. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. 